Listeners, and welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you. M I L L I A N. Welcome. And on the show, you know, we always talk to some really cool, really interesting people. And the people that we have on here are pioneers in the faith or people that are out there doing it who are seeing the tangible healing power of God. And uh, it's amazing. And every week on the show, we always have somebody that shares their unique slant on how God works in their life. And we love it, love it, love it. Joining me today is a gentleman that I've been kind of trying to track down for about a year and a half, and we finally did connect up recently, and I'm super excited. And I first initially learned of him through YouTube, where I saw a video that was entitled Glory Bombs, where it was basically a way of directing the spirit over a distance, so to speak, to have an effect on a person in various ways. And if you have a chance, go on YouTube, type in Glory Bombs, and you'll see our guest come up in some videos, which is fascinating. He is uh, originally a pastor, but now considered a prophet out in Redding, California with Bethel. Joining me today is Rob DeLuca. I'm excited. Rob, how are you, bro? I am doing awesome, and I'm excited to be on uh, your podcast. It's, uh, it's an honor, and uh, I can't wait to get started to see what God does um, over this uh, recording. All right, let's jump in. In our first segment, we always go into healing testimonies, and I love to hear crazy, wild things, and I think you probably got a few out there, especially in Bethel, all kind of cool stuff happening out there. So um, share with us some testimonies and uh, flip us out. What do you got? Well, I guess um, the first time that I ever really um, experienced the the healing power of God was um, in Anaheim Convention Center in 1985. And I witnessed the most tremendous um, signs, wonders, and miracles that it wrecked me for um, the entirety of my Christian walk. Uh, I was in a meeting with um, Charles and Francis Hunter. Uh, They're called the Happy Hunters, and they were um, hosting a healing school. And uh, Anaheim Convention Center was filled, 10,000 people. And uh, we began to pray for people. And what I witnessed um, blew my mind. I saw this uh, child that was in a wheelchair and um, their body was crippled and and just really um, just all crippled, like hands twisted, fingers twisted, um, no life in the legs. And as... um, I witnessed the power of God start to take place. This little child was in uh, just a a little wheelchair and his mother started to wave to him to come on, come out. And she stood about five feet away and I was standing there witnessing this. The healing power of God was just touching people over the whole arena. And I began to hear his body crack like the cracking of knuckles. And it just started cracking and cracking and cracking. And I watched his contorted fingers and wrists and arms start to really just loosen. And before you know it, he jumped up out of the chair with the strength of an excited little boy and pushed himself up, jumped out and ran to his mother, totally miraculously healed. And as I witnessed that, I started to cry and weep as the mother and the other people that witnessed what took place, uh, we were wrecked. All of a sudden, 
I turned and a man ran up to me and he grabbed me by my shirt. You know, you know how somebody just grabs you by your, your collar and he started holding me and was crying. I can see you. I've been blind all my life. I can see you. And I started to weep and I, I said, I can see you too. And we hugged and cried and I was totally wrecked at the same time the fragrance of roses started to fill the entire arena. I didn't know what it was. I, I was just uh, 18 years old. First time I've ever experienced it, but the fragrance of the Lord came into the arena and it smelled like a million roses, like the rose of Sharon. I r- ran around the arena watching people getting healed, witnessing, weeping, crying. I even went out into the foyer of the building. And the perfume of roses uh, just covered the entire uh, convention center. From that point, I was wrecked by the power of God. In the last uh, 32 years, I've seen not hundreds, but thousands of miracles. Uh, I've seen it in Africa. I've seen it in China. I've seen it in South America. I've seen it all across uh, uh, America, the USA. And I really believe in the last 30 years that the healing anointing has increased in such a tremendous way that there is an army of healing revivalists that are uh, being raised up to touch the nations of the earth. And and it's part of this end time revival that God has brought forth. I've seen, um, I've seen crippled legs walk. Uh, I remember being in another meeting where almost every wheelchair was empty. People that had no life in their legs, I mean, deteriorated muscles, getting out of wheelchairs and we were pulling them up the stairs of the platform. And by the time they got to the stairs, they were walking and then running. Uh, I've witnessed um, in, in Africa, every person that I prayed for with deaf ears was radically uh, um, healed, uh, whether it was full deafness, uh, one ear, every person uh, that I prayed for was healed. We commanded the spirit of deafness to come out, and it did come out, and people were weeping and crying because they heard for the first time. I've seen people that were on their deathbeds. I remember once uh, there was somebody that was diagnosed with a um, stage four cancer and they um, were diagnosed with really a death sentence that they only had uh, days to live. And I was, um, I was across the state and somebody told me about this uh, person. Uh, I couldn't get to the hospital. It was in San Diego, California, all the way across the, the, um, the state. So I gave uh, their relative a tissue. We anointed the tissue that uh, that woman took that tissue, went straight down to the hospital, laid the tissue on uh, their relative, and miraculously, the cancer died, and the person got out of the bed, stood up, they did an MRI, they said, what's going on here? They, they, they made arrangements to do an MRI, and the cancer had disappeared. And they, they got their clothes, the following day, and they walked out of there totally healed, miraculously whole. I've seen that, uh, the, the unusual miracles, uh, which um, Acts talks about with Paul, that unusual miracles took um, place by the hands of Paul, but also 
by the laying of hands on on aprons and napkins, uh, pieces of cloth where the anointing, that healing anointing transferred, and uh, they placed those handkerchiefs and aprons on uh, sick people and demon-possessed people, and people were totally healed and set free. Uh, I've also witnessed uh, in meetings where we've had uh, cell phone healing. Uh, people have called uh, in with um, loved ones that uh, had terminal terminal illness. I remember once uh, during a meeting at the end of the service, people were calling their relatives. I said, anybody that has terminal illness, please, uh, uh, or you know someone, please come up to the front or call your, your friend or relative, and we'll pray for them. There was another person that was dying, blood disease, um, terminal illness in the hospital. Uh, had uh, one of their relatives, their loved ones, with them in the hospital, sitting next to them. Uh, their other relative was in the church service. They called. I began to talk, and I said, now lay the phone on top of of your body, uh, just on the bosom of your, your, your body. And I prayed and commanded uh, the spirit of death to leave. As that happened, that person began to shake and, 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 and quake in, in the bed. They fell out, or really was went out under the power of God, came to, miraculously healed, got out of bed, did the same thing, said, I'm healed. Uh, they they uh, um, asked the, the doctors and the nurses to check them out. And they went through that process and walked out of the hospital, miraculously healed. I've seen God heal people in the most amazing, unusual ways in my life that I know that I know that I know that he is a healer. Jesus heals uh, just like he did in the Bible. He heals today and he'll heal forevermore. I really believe that uh, just from hearing these words, that your faith can be built up, your faith can be uh, just ignited to say, you know what, I want to see the miraculous. I want to see the unusual signs and wonders and miracles. I want to see God touch those that are are fighting sickness and disease and see the power of God drive out infirmity and sickness and disease. I really believe that that if people that are hearing my voice will listen to what I'm talking about, listen to the testimony and say, you know what? There is power in this testimony. It's the power of Jesus Christ. I want to see this happen in my life. I want to see this happen in my loved one's life. And maybe you know somebody that's sick. Maybe you know uh, a friend or a relative that has the same uh, infirmity or ailment that I just mentioned, maybe a blood disease or or maybe uh, somebody that's uh, been diagnosed with cancer or somebody that's crippled or, or maybe blind or deaf. Uh, if you know that person, then right now I want to encourage you to be able to, to step out in faith, step out in the, the healing anointing, and pray for the sick. Step out and maybe even just anoint a tissue or, or a handkerchief and say, you know what, I'm going to do what I heard, and I'm going to step out and see the, the power of God, the power of Jesus um, move in, in this situation. And, and I, I really believe that there is this, this um, ability to transfer uh, uh, the anointing. Uh, we've all been filled with the Holy Spirit. We've all been uh, given a measure of faith. We've all been uh, anointed by God. But there's something about association. There's something about uh, um, being able to hear the words uh, of, of life, hear the words of, of something that's so alive 
electric that when it goes into your spirit, there is a transference. There is a tangible transference of that anointing that it just causes you to be ignited, to be set on fire with faith for healing, set on fire for the miracles uh, to be brought forth, the miracles of Jesus. Every time somebody gets healed, every time somebody receives their miracle, the Lord of glory is glorified. And we want to be able to uh, just multiply that which God has given us, multiply uh, uh, that which uh, he's put in vessels where we have this treasure in earth and vessels. We have we have this this anointing oil. We have this to be able to pour into one another. And uh, I really believe that those that are hearing my voice right now can just say, you know what, I'm going to do this. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter if you're 60, 70, 80 years old. It doesn't matter if you're 12, 15, or even if you're 7 or 8. You can lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's a promise of God. I remember that uh, uh, when I was uh, I was probably about 10, 11, 12 years old, I brought my little sister up to an altar, and she was 6 years old. And the preacher prayed for her and laid hands on her and said, uh, uh, little girl, God has anointed you. There's healing in your hands. And I, I mean, this was like, this was almost 40 years ago. And to hear that, I've never forgot it, that my, my sister has this healing anointing. I've watched kids. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to take it down a bunny trail real quick. I've, I've watched kids pray for the sick and, and that childlike faith is released. Where there's no there's no doubt, there's just a simplicity of Jesus is going to do this right now. And I've watched kids lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. I remember my son and I; he was probably about uh, five years old, and uh, I was I was um, ministering and I had an altar call for for healing. And people came up and I asked my little boy to come up and, and pray with me and help me pray. And there was this man that had this. Uh, this huge growth on the front of his knee. I mean, it looked like it was the, the size of a baseball, uh, three quarters of a baseball sticking out in the front of his knee. And uh, he was uh, he was wearing shorts. And uh, I asked my son Joshua to help me pray. We both put our hands on this lump. And as we prayed and commanded this uh, this lump in his, in his knee to go away, in Jesus' name, my son and I both watched this, lump on his knee just disappear right in front of us. It just deflated and his knee became totally normal. <laughs> I looked at my son. I know, Crazy. I know it blows me away. I looked at my son five years old and he looked at me. I said, did you just see that? I said, and he goes, yeah, dad, he goes, Jesus healed him. That's why we were praying. Like he expected that to happen. And I was just in awe over it because I just watched this huge baseball growth disappear and deflate while my hand was on it. And I watched it just like a, a, a balloon, just, you know, just with the air coming out of it. It was amazing. So cool, man. It was absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Beautiful. Wild. I love it. And uh, let's Rob, we're up against our first break here. So uh, this, this is so cool. I love hearing this kind of uh, testimony. I love hearing these stories. And um, we're going to actually take our break now. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about Rob and his background and experience. And uh, let's find out more about this man. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And we'll be back momentarily. Hey, guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at dominionfire.com. And while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. 
This is a free service, and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members-only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. Visit dominionfire.com for full details, and if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself, with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. All right, listeners, welcome back to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. And I would like to invite you to make sure you check out our website at dominionfire.com where you'll find the entire catalog of this program as well as our YouTube vlog called the D-Fire Vlog where uh, new videos are coming out weekly and we're staying on our hustle for 2016. We're already three months into it now and I'm still hustling and uh, bringing you all this content. And the guests on this program just keep getting better and better and better and it's just such good information and I'm all like... I'm all warm and fuzzy over here after that first segment. Just wonderful to hear this. And uh, again, our guest today, Rob DeLuca, who is currently out involved in Redding, California with Bethel and is a pastor prophet, as uh, we've talked about before, and has had much healing experience in many parts of the world. And let's find out how this all came together. So, Rob, would you please share with us your background, your experience, how you got into all this? Kind of tell us your story. 1977, <laughs> I was just a boy, and we started going to these miracle meetings in Southern California, uh, witnessed um, Vicki Jameson, healing uh, revivalist, uh, who was under Catherine Kuhlman. We went to a couple of her meetings, and I saw miracles, and I, I said, this, this is awesome. This is what church should be like. And I was drawn to it. Anything that had the power of God with healing and signs and wonders and miracles as a child, I was drawn to. Uh, we went to another meeting, um, <clears throat> John Wesley Fletcher Jr. Uh, he was having a meeting, just a, um, how can I say, an old school Pentecostal revival. And we watched um, people jumping out of wheelchairs, screaming and crying. We watched, uh, um, you know, people that, uh, had ailments, people that had bent over backs, people that uh, had uh, blindness of eyes. We, I, I sat there as a, as a young child, and I saw and witnessed miracles. And then we went uh, uh, to a, a meeting with um, Kenneth Hagen and Kenneth Copeland. And I remember this one because they called me out. I was just a boy, and they called me up, and they prophesied over me. And they said, son, uh, God's called you to be a preacher. Uh, God's called you to minister to the masses. And then they prayed for me and they laid hands on me and I fell out under the power of God. Uh, when I got up, I sat there on the edge of uh, the, the stage and I watched people get healed. And I said, this is what I'm going to do one day. If you fast track my life through the teenage years, uh, at the age of 18, uh, we hosted in Pasadena, California, uh, my home church hosted Reinhard Bonnke. And if anybody has heard of Reinhard Bonnke, uh, they know that uh, he has set Africa on fire with the healing power of God. Uh, this was 1985. I witnessed uh, uh, this meeting in Los Angeles, California. There's probably about two, 3,000 people. <clears throat> I was ushering. I was one of the ushers. 
just a young man, just excited that I was in a meeting with Reinhard Bonnke. I remember uh, seeing a video, and this was one of the first videos that got released with Reinhard Bonnke. He was in Africa. There's 150,000 people. He uh, prayed and began to shout hallelujah. And he shouted hallelujah. The glory of God began to touch the crowd, and thousands and thousands of people began to fall out under the power of God, just crowds of people. The glory of God, it looked like a massive footprint just touching the people and, and just wiping out thousands of people. And I was like, man, I had never seen anything like this. And I said, wow, that is power. That's the power of Jesus. And this man came to our town and we were the hosts. He preached an amazing sermon about how it's Jesus's will to heal. And then he gave an altar call. The altar call almost had uh, probably about 50% of the congregation, the crowd, come up. There was there was over a thousand people at the altar, and I was trying to usher. And there was probably about 30, 40 wheelchairs on 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 the right side of, of the stage of the altar, and people were just thronging. Reinhard Bonnke to get prayed for, and he was he was praying for the sick, and he was he was in a crowd, and I said, "Wow, this is all happening! It's just taking place right before my eyes." And I witnessed this lady. Uh, it was at the top of uh, uh, the arena. There was a slope dial, so there was slope seating, no stairs. <clears throat> she was sitting in the very back, uh, in the aisle behind all the, you know, very back of the, of the, the uh, convention center. And she was in a wheelchair. And I walked up and I, and I said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, would you like me to uh, help you uh, go up to the front so you can be prayed for? And she looked at me and she said, no, no, sir. No, young man. Uh, I've been prayed for many times and Jesus hasn't healed me. And she said, it must not be God's will to heal me. And I looked at her and I said, I said, no, it is Jesus's will to heal. I, I've seen him heal. I've seen him heal people in wheelchairs, and I've watched them get up and walk. And I said, if you uh, can allow me to escort you up there, I, I'll make sure that you get prayed for. And I was pretty persistent. I said, and she goes, well, I, I, she goes, I just don't have faith for this, son. And I looked at her. I said, then I'm going to have faith for you. And as I said that, she said, then I'll, I'll go for you then. And I began to walk her down the sloped uh, <laughs> aisle. And I started even slide. I wasn't even walking. I had one foot <laughs> behind the other, and I was kind of dragging it so I didn't fly down this, um, this sloped aisle down to the front. And I was kind of just like sliding, trying to get this wheelchair uh, with this woman down to the altar. And I eventually made it down to the uh, to the altar, and there was, I mean, hundreds of people. Reinhardt's like probably about four or five hundred people away, in the wheelchair section uh, that was up at the front, and I couldn't get her to him. My pastor was there, and he was watching me, and, and uh, my pastor's wife, and they were like, "Okay," um, and I'm I'm stuck there, and I'm I'm looking around, and we're waiting, and she's just sitting there, and she didn't have, I mean, she didn't have an ounce of faith for this. And I remember the story, uh, uh, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. And I remember when, um, 
um, Peter, James, and John, they were at, they were at the uh, a gate called Beautiful outside the temple, and they said it to the crippled man that uh, was on the floor, silver and gold have I none, such as I have I give to you. Rise up, take up your bed, and walk. And I remembered that story. It was running through my mind, and my heart was pumping. And I saw my pastor watching me, and before I could even think, something came over me. And I really believe it was the gift of faith, that that the uh, gift of faith, uh, one of the gifts of the Spirit, came over me. And at the same time, uh, the working of miracles just came over me. And before I could even think it through, uh, I grabbed that woman by her arms and I said, rise up and walk in Jesus name. And I yanked her out of the wheelchair and she stood up and her legs began to shake. Her hands and arms began to shake and I started pulling her forward and she started walking, looking at me like this can't be happening. I mean, this woman was crippled. She could not walk. And she stood up and she began to literally walk in front of me. My pastor looked at me, freaked out, like, oh, my God, you're doing this. And I'm walking with her saying, come on, come on. And I start walking her. And then all of a sudden, the crowd that witnessed what happened began to worship and praise the, the Lord and started shouting. We started walking around, walking around, walking around. She began to cry. I began to cry. And I said, just lift up your hands and begin to thank him. And she started uh, to lift up her hands and she just started walking around with her hands shaking, her legs shaking, and she was miraculously healed. At the end of that service, I was closing up and I saw this lady walking out toward the parking lot. When we, we, we walked out, we were, we were walking out the doors. Everybody had left and I saw her walking her wheelchair out and I ran up and we hugged. And uh, the two people were with her. We all hugged and we just shouted praises to God. And um, I saw my first miracle that, uh, you know, God used me to operate in. And from that point on, I I, I started a journey. And uh, the journey was this. I wanted to know everything that I could about healing. I wanted to get around healing revivalists. I wanted to get about in, around or read any kind of book, listen to any kind of cassette message. We had cassettes, not even DVDs or, or podcasts in those days, uh, that I could get in my hands to listen to, to get in my spirit about healing and miracles. Uh, from that point on, I, I, I found out about a man named Smith Wigglesworth, and I began to read every book that I could find on Smith Wigglesworth. I heard about Catherine Kuhlman. I began to read every book that I could about Catherine Kuhlman. I remember uh, there was a, a man in a white suit named Denny Hen, and he was uh, he was on uh, Christian television on Monday nights, and he was operating in the power of God. And I I saw him uh, praying for the sick, and and I watched it. Anytime there was um, a healing meeting that I heard of, or or like I remember R. W. Shambach would come to town, and and T. L. Osborne, these these old voice of healing. Uh, um, revivalists, they're, 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 they're grandfathers in the faith. Uh, they would come to town, and I would make sure that I was in the meetings. So I began to feed on healing signs, wonders, and miracles. I began to feed and, and, and learn and, and and get around and and help out in meetings where there was healing meetings. And from that, I I, I started to believe God that He is He is the healer. Jesus is one that heals. He is the healer. And from that point on, I, I started seeing 
um, the healing power of God flow in my life at a young age, uh, 18 years old. I remember we used to um, go down to Hollywood, California on Friday nights. We'd go to uh, South Central Los Angeles. Uh, we'd go to Skid Row. We'd go to the Salvation Army on Friday nights. And uh, the group of us would go every Friday night. And uh, we would um, share our testimonies with the homeless before they were fed by the Salvation Army. Uh, they, they had um, a soup kitchen and they'd feed all the poor in, in, in Skid Row. And then after that, we would go to Hollywood. Uh, we would, we would pray for the homeless. We'd minister to them, share the gospel, uh, and, uh, lead many to Jesus. And then after that, we would go to Hollywood and we'd go down on the streets of Hollywood and minister. And that's where I began to learn how to flow in the healing power of God. It wasn't from a pulpit. It was in the streets, uh, from the streets. And eventually God brought me into, uh, um, pulpit ministry. But I remember we'd go out and we'd pray for the sick on the streets. Uh, there was one night. Uh, that was very significant to me because it, it was an instantaneous healing that I witnessed. Um, I was praying for these hippies. We got in a circle uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. This was in the 80s, so that rock and roll scene, punk rock scene, you know, just a bunch of stoners. And I, I walked up and I said, hey, do you guys believe in Jesus? And they said, yeah, we believe in Jesus. And there was about five or six of them. And, and I said, would you like to pray for uh, pray with me? And and we began to pray, and they went around the circle, and thank you, Jesus, for the trees and the birds and the sky, and thank you for the ocean. And they were all thanking God for all the stuff, you know, all of creation. They were kind of out there, you know. And then I, then I prayed a prayer of salvation for them, and, and I asked if they wanted to accept Jesus into their hearts. At that very moment, we started to pray. This young lady, she was a prostitute, walked up, and she said, are you guys praying? And I said, yes, we are. And she goes, can I pray with you? I need, I need to pray. Can you pray with me? And as soon as she um, stooped down to pray with us in our circle, she started blurting out tongues. She didn't even know what she was doing. She began to pray in tongues. The Holy Spirit filled her with a baptism of fire, and she began to pray in tongues. And she looked at me. I said, that's your heavenly language. God just gave you a prayer language. She didn't even pray the prayer of salvation. That just messes up everybody's theology. But uh, she got saved, baptized in the fire of the Holy Ghost, and, and, and she began to pray in tongues. And then I, I put my hand on her shoulder and began to pray for her, and she pulled away in agonizing pain. And I said, what's wrong with you? I said, what happened? She goes, I, I um, dislocated my shoulder. And she pulled up her, her sleeve and it was all black and blue and just swall, swollen and just, I mean, it was like, it was, it was a sight to see. And I said, just like you were touched by the power of Jesus right now, Jesus can heal. Her shoulder, she couldn't even move her arm. Her whole arm was like frozen stiff. At that very moment, I prayed for her to Jesus. I pray that you'd heal instantaneously within three seconds. She moved her arm, began to cry, and I said, lift up your arm. Can you move it? She put it, started doing big rotations with her, with her shoulder, and she goes, I just got healed, totally radically healed. It blew my mind. I'm like, this stuff works. This really, really works. And my faith in Jesus being the healer skyrocketed. So if I can encourage anybody out there, uh, the one thing that I would do is 
or the one thing I would say for you to do, I did, but I would encourage you to feed on anything you can uh, concerning healing, concerning uh, a faith in, in the healer, concerning signs, wonders, miracles, concerning the old uh, time revivalist, the, the voice of healing movement. Uh, I was really drawn to that. I was drawn to Smith Wigglesworth when I, I you know, uh, read about the testimony of a man not having a leg and uh, Smith Wigglesworth told him to go to a shoe store and buy two sh- sh- pair, uh, a pair of shoes, the right and the left. And as you begin to put your, uh, your, your good leg and your good foot in, 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 in the one shoe, then put your other peg leg into the other shoe. And then miraculously a leg grows out and a new foot comes out. Uh, I, I, I was drawn by this. And if I could say this, if I want to, if I can encourage anybody, feed on it, feed on it, read the gospels, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, read about every healing that Jesus did read about the book of Acts where Peter, James, and John and the apostle Paul and the, and, and all the disciples prayed and, and, and the testimonies of, of, of what took place. If you feed on it, you'll become it. You'll become what you feed upon. And, and then get out there and, 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 and go for it. Pray for the sick. And, and you know what? It's not your responsibility to, to heal. It's, it's Jesus. Jesus does a good job at healing. You know, and I've prayed for people, and I've seen tremendous miracles and healings and signs and wonders. And at times I've prayed, and I've seen, I, I've seen nothing happen. And I'm like, I don't understand it all. All I know is that Jesus is the healer. And if you go for it, uh, you'll, you'll see him heal. Move mightily. What a great story. And just what, just amazing when you get to see that kind of stuff happen. Because, you know, everybody that's in healing ministry, we've all kind of seen various things such as this. And it, 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 it truly is amazing. So, uh, Rob, we're, we're a little long on our second break here. So let's take our break at this time. And when we come back, uh, let's hear a little more about this. We're going to have a little teaching session and some prayer time. And uh, listeners, keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And we'll be right back after this. Hey guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast, and also for our video vlog series entitled The D-Fire Vlog. After visiting dominionfire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's dominionfire.com first, and then youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, this has been a phenomenal show thus far. We've gone uh, very long, which I love because we got such good content to share. And uh, we're going to keep flowing here on the program with uh, Rob DeLuca, and this is the segment of the show where we talk about a little bit of lesson time or sermon or message or something kind of that's on our guest's heart that they feel prompted to share with our audience. So uh, for about five minutes or so, Rob, what is on your heart? What would you like to share with us today? You know, I'd like to share with you about the healing anointing um, and how to receive that anointing and also how to flow in it. So let me start with this. The anointing is the power of God. Uh, it is resident. It is transferable. It is tangible. Okay. It can rest on a person. It can also rest on a handkerchief or, uh, um, 
a piece of cloth, like I said, it, I've seen it um, shoot across the room, the power of God. Uh, just let me give you a few keys uh, to the anointing, how to get anointed with that healing anointing. One is prayer. Uh, if, if you don't pray, you won't know. Uh, the practice of his presence is learned in prayer. You must be able to get along with God and spend that time in prayer. And, and I would encourage you to do it daily where you begin to learn his ways. You begin to sense him when he walks into a room and, and when he speaks to you. And, and, and when you get around the anointed one or in the presence of the anointed one, Jesus, that anointing will come upon you. Now to operate in it, uh, you need to, to just have a few keys. One is you need to know that it's his power, not yours. Uh, so uh, it is given from him and it flows through you and you are a conduit. You are one that is like, how can I say, a hose that it flows through. Um, two would be that there always must be love and compassion that flows. Uh, Jesus was moved by compassion. One of the greatest keys to flowing in the anointing is to be moved with love. Uh, uh, there's just this, this, this compassion that, that Jesus had for, for, for everyone. Uh, and that love, when it swells up, I, I have witnessed how the anointing, the power of God begins to increase. And, uh, and, and just make sure that when you're flowing in that anointing, when you're praying for people, when you're, when you're operating in the power of God, that there's always that motivation of love. And I, I guess key number three would be that it takes faith, that, that when you step out in faith, there's something that uh, takes place. You know, God, God loves faith. God loves for us to believe him. And when we uh, begin to pray uh, for people, just like in your secret uh, place, when you pray alone with the Lord, you, you start to feel his power. But when you start to sense that power flowing, and you, you start to step out in the faith and go for it, you know, it, 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 say you see somebody and the Holy Spirit's prompting you and you, you recognize his voice from your, from your, um, from your secret place where, you know, you spend time in prayer and he speaks to you about that person. And, and he asks you, will you go pray for that person? Will you go minister to them for me? Will you pray for that sick person? It's going to take faith and you're going to have to step out in faith to be able to, to, you know, go for it. And, and that's where the miraculous kicks in that healing anointing, you know, just, uh, just getting in the presence of God, key one, getting, getting into uh, the, the place where you're uh, with him, the anointed one, and that, and he begins to anoint you. And two is to be moved with compassion, just release that compassion, the compassion of Jesus, because well, people will sense that. And, and it isn't just, oh, I'm operating in the gift. I'm operating in power. No, you're operating in love. And the oil flows from love. And, and three is you got to go for it. You got to step out in faith and believe God. And, and when you do, you will see uh, the miraculous. You will, you will, you will step out and you will walk on the water and, and even believe for the dead to be raised. You, you know, it takes faith to go lay hands on somebody that's deceased and, and believe for them to be raised from the dead. And, and I just want to encourage everybody out there: uh, go for it. Get anointed. Uh, Get around the anointing. Be with him. And, and Jesus, the anointed one, will anoint you. Uh, and uh, I just pray that everybody 
uh, will hear this and say, you know, I want it. I want to be anointed, Lord. And you can just pray that simple prayer. And I want to be anointed, Lord. And then go into that place with God and receive. Amen. If people would like to uh, maybe contact you, find out more about you, or maybe just want to get some clarity, or maybe you can come out and visit at your way, uh, what contact information can you share with us? You know, the easiest way to get a hold of me is through Facebook. Uh, you know, I mean, everybody's on Facebook nowadays. If you just punch in Rob DeLuca, R-O-B, uh, DeLuca, D-E-L-U-C-A, uh, you'll find me out there. Um, I have my personal Facebook uh, for my friends and and all the people I've known over the years. And then also I have my public page. Um, all you got to do is um, just um, send me an email. Um, contact me on, on, on my Facebook. Uh, that'd probably be the instant the easiest way. Also Instagram, uh, Rob DeLuke on Instagram. Um, I'm always on there. I, I enjoy social media. So, um, yeah, that's the easiest way. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at I am Rob DeLuca at iCloud.com. That is I am Rob DeLuca at iCloud.com. Simple as that. All right, listeners, this is, uh, has been a phenomenal show. I'm just, uh, I'm all in my element over here. So as we're uh, getting ready to close up the show, we always end with some prayer time. So what I'd like to ask you, Rob, at this time is if you please pray for our audience for healing specifically. However, if you pick up on anything, anything prophetic, discernment, anything that God prompts you to do, let's wreck everybody, man. Uh, take us all the way oh, to definitely. the amen. <laughs> take definitely, us to the amen, definitely. please. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know, while I was speaking, I already saw um, tumors disappearing and people that are listening to my voice right now, I don't know, there might be one, two, there might be a dozen, but tumors are disappearing in the name of Jesus. I also see um, blood disease. I, I'm not sure if it's uh, diabetes or, or leukemia, but I, I, I see blood flowing in, in, in a body, and the Lord's giving you a blood transfusion. Um, blood diseases are being healed. I rebuke uh, uh, leukemia in Jesus' name. I rebuke diabetes in the name of Jesus. And I just release that healing power to flow. Also, um, um, there is uh, um, deaf ears. Deaf ears, there's partial deafness that's being healed right now in Jesus' name. Also, I see that somebody has psoriasis on the back of their neck. Um, uh, It's uh, at your hairline. Um, if if you'll put your hand right now, as you hear my voice uh, upon uh, uh, that that spot where the psoriasis is, you're going to watch God heal it. And and, uh, it's not going to instantly happen, but within hours you will see. I see it uh, just throughout the day being healed. You will will be healed by the end of the day um, from the point you hear my voice. Uh, I also see um, um, something like torn ligaments or a kneecap that's being healed. I see, um, I see, uh, uh just, uh, God restoring and replenishing the tendons in, in a knee. Um, uh, um, also, um, I see somebody that has problems with their feet. Um, it's, um, if I could say it, it's, it's something, um, with your toes, uh, the Lord's healing your toes. And, and there's been a problem and you cannot have this I think it's like fungus in the toes. God's healing, and He cares about your toes. <laughs> he cares about every little thing, and He loves you. Um, also, there's a there's a woman. <laughs> I heard it. Uh, there's a woman. Your name is Alice. The Lord is going to do a, a total overhaul on your entire body. There there are so many uh, uh, ailments that you have. There's issues in your body that that the list is just so long uh, that. 
God just showed me that he's going to do a total overhaul on you, that, that you're going to be healed in your body. You're going to be healed in your joints. You're going to be healed. Uh, uh, there's something wrong with your breathing and in, in, in your respiratory system. God's going to heal that also. I see your legs being healed. I see like you have problems with your legs, soreness in the legs, veins, uh, varicose veins in the back of your legs. God's healing it all. Um, I see that you also have like slight arthritis. The Lord's healing that in your hands. You are going to have such a testimony of what Jesus has done that you're going to tell everyone. Um, I really uh, believe that whoever's hearing my voice right now, that the anointing can flow through these words, flow through this podcast and touch you right now. Just put your hands out in front of you and begin to receive. I release that healing anointing. I release the miracle power of Jesus right now. Where, uh, wherever you're at, just lay your hand on that on that body part. Lay your hand on the, on the problem. In, in Jesus' name, right now, I release the power of God. I release the anointing. I release the healing power of Jesus. Receive your healing now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, I will amen that one. What a phenomenal show this was today. And listeners, um, first off, thank you to Rob for joining us today. And listeners, please check out our website anytime for this program, as well as all the previous ones at dominionfire.com. You will find the Heal the Sick podcast, our iTunes connection, as well as our video vlog out on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to all that. And I'm trying to do the ending here, and I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in my own little world here, so I'm trying to do the ending of the show and wrap Bless up. You. Rob has uh, you, has wrecked us up a little oh. bit, so uh, thank you for joining us today. And uh, Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. All right, listeners, we'll see you next time here on the Heal the Sick Podcast, and as we always say, boom goes Yeshua. See you next time.